When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. This is DPHRO and Rothenberg. Well, they went out to win the Super Bowl, so I... Oh, I'm gone for two days, RJ. And this is what I come back to. And he doesn't think there's anything wrong with what he just said. No. <laughs> I'm in too good of a place. I need you to get out of that place because you just got dumped. So I, I got, got dumped? You cannot say what you just said. Are you kidding? Just think of what you just said. Think of who's telling you right now what you just said. I mean, worlds are colliding. I got Rick as the morality police right now? Yes. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. I don't think what I said was really all that off-color. God forbid you think. Wow. On 98.7 ESPN. You know what's upsetting, too? Is I was on a, a long streak of not getting dumped. Like, RJ, when would you say the last time I got dumped actually was? <sighs> Top of mind, I'm not sure you got dumped all of 2023. Right. So this is not a great way to start the new year. Hmm. I mean, get right back to it, though. Yeah. Well, back to what? Back to what? Got right back to or- my very savory, very you know, kind. Nothing, no, no, moving the needle in the wrong direction. Like I, I feel guilty about what I've done now. I think you should. Honestly, I, think I do. Yeah. Makes me look great. Yeah, you really. I, I don't know how it makes you look good. Now you'll be you propped Rick up. No, because he'll be dumped if not today, tomorrow. Like he'll be dumped this week, and all the pressure goes right back onto him. He hasn't been dumped this year. Nope. Yes, he has. This calendar year. Yes, he has. I don't think you're right. He was he was dumped last week. What for? I forget. But don't you remember? Yeah, Justin was right. like, I got I got the email about you saying something. Yeah, uh, I did. Yeah, yeah. Justin Justin had the evidence. Oh yeah, yeah. It was a three or four inches one. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, well, I can say that. Well, I take back what I said. Yeah, you're both a disgrace. <laughs> It's bad leadership, RJ. I, I feel like you're not all that in love with us at the moment, RJ. Is that fair to say? See, I wouldn't be the head coach that gets up there. And he's and like, like like I hate to praise him, but how Sirianni covered up A.J. Brown when they went rogue and drew up the road play. I'd be like, yep, I blame those guys. It's on them. A.J. <laughs> <laughs> Brown's decision, not mine. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. What do you want from me? A.J. Brown doesn't want to play. But here's going, the difference. Going to boxing matches. He doesn't know. He want to play. I don't us. look at you as Nick Sirianni. I look at you as... Like someone that I that I'm, I'm I would lay my life out on the line for out there on the field. Uh, well, I I appreciate that. So, so I you, I feel guilty and 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 what can I do to remedy how I've upset you today? Don't say curse words. But I didn't I didn't curse. That's don't, true. Don't imply things. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Don't imply invasive techniques of any kind. Really. Fair. I, what, what was worse, mine or Grasso's? Grasso's because I don't, Grasso's I don't, was egregious. I still, I that happened Friday. I talked to him yesterday. I still don't know how how regretful he is. He I don't think he's regretful. Oh, no, at no all. He, he's not regretful in the slightest at I, all. I think he views that as just a, a a YOLO ball that you throw up, and it got picked off because there was like a safety and a double coverage, and and he's like, you know what? But but had the. Had the ball not hung up there for that extra half second, that had been a touchdown. I think that's how he looks at it. Like, had, had maybe a, dis, a different set of years been listening, maybe they uh-huh. let that slide through. <laughs> like, oh, that's that's great stuff. That yeah. was one of those ones where RJ and I had to look at each other to confirm that we both heard the same thing. Both heard the same thing. And Ricky should have heard my reaction. I was just like, oh, no. Oh, that, no. Sounds, that sounds familiar. It's kind of my reaction to what you said. Stop it. Wow. I'm so mature. You're so mature. You were dumped like four days ago. And, and you'll be dumped again this week, and next week, and the week following that. No, got starting a, ver- a streak. I'm starting a streak right now. Yeah. Okay. Sure. How long do you think you can make it for? Uh, three days, <laughs> maximum. Uh, I got a very nice email. Oh, nice. Um, big fan of the Four Horsemen. Daily listener of the show. When you were near my neck of the woods in Port Washington, over at Publicans, that was Manhasset, right? But whatever. Yeah. Uh, oh, I neck was of the, the woods. I was the person of questionable sanity wearing the Santiago Six jersey. But I've got to ask. How about them Cowboys? 
Can't wait to hear you gents chop it up after an amazing weekend of Cowboys and Eagles losses. Keep up the awesome work. You all make even the bad days and early mornings more bearable. Somehow I've gone from a fairly normal person who used to watch games and go to work to someone who watches games, immediately wonders what, quote, the boys will have to say about this sporting event. And then have to listen to your four hours via podcast. Sorry, it's just too darn early for me during my commute and at work. Love everybody there. Even Ray. Sincerely, Keith from Port Washington. Wow. That's nice, right? Well, we love Keith. Yeah, we sure do. Uh, Santiago, I don't uh, listen. I don't want to just pile on here, but I mean, this is Shefty. I'm going to blame Shefty. But, but this you one. will. But you will. Uh, did you realize? I'm sure you did. Mm-hmm. Cowboys eight zero in the regular season at home. Yep. Sixteen game home winning streak. Yep. The only home team to lose. I was well aware. Yeah. Wow. It's tough. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, for, first um, seven in the history of this two seven matchup to lose. Well, it's only been two years of it. Well, two, three, four, whatever. But, but, but again, one. but again, you've got to be you first. Have, yeah, exactly. You've got the you've got the the honor of being the first. Great. They are also the first team to win 12 games in three straight seasons and fail to make uh, conference championships. I was aware I was aware of that, too. Yeah, we got into that yesterday. Wow. That was a nice conversation yesterday. Let, let's get to some of the callers, because people are, are, they really want to talk to us today. And we may or may not have Amani at 735, so we should probably... Well, Amani, if Amani doesn't show up the day, Devonta, the day after Devonta played... And Devonta played well. Uh, he's never going to come. He's, he's like one of, the, one of the few Eagles to play well last night. All right, take some calls. You've talked a lot. The fact of the matter is, if we're a draft pick, or we were a draft pick away from um, um, Devonta, the the the, 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 the 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 wide receiver for the Philadelphia Eagles, that went well. <laughs> Don't you think? Wow, yeah, that's as good as it gets, right there. I mean, the name he was not like thinking of the name like Charbonneau. Smith was a name he couldn't <laughs> come up with, you know. It's the wide receiver, for, you know the, uh, uh, the, the and he got the Devonta part, which you would <laughs> assume would be the harder part of the name, right? <laughs> I get, yeah, I guess. Well, if I say what, what's a, what's a more uncommon name, Devonta or Smith? Well, well it's I not mean, Devonta. Devonte. It's Devonte Smith. It's not Devonta. Well, whatever. Well, not, not whatever. Maybe that's what threw him off. Is because have you ever heard anyone on TV say, "Hey, this goes Devonta Smith"? No, but at least he got at least he almost got the first name. Smith was the name that was just too much for him. So that's so we got, the bar is that low that we're just happy that he got the the letters right. Yeah, that's right. Name. Right. Good. I, okay. he, I think he even probably got the right spelling of the first name. <laughs> it was the 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 last name that he he couldn't get. But but I digress. Let's get to the calls. Felix in the Bronx. Good morning, Felix. You're on, you're on ninety eight seventy ESPN. Good morning, company. I just want to say, listen, what's wrong with the Cowboys? The quarterback is horrible. The coach is bad. And the owner is even worse. If this guy doesn't, I mean, he thinks he knows more about football than the coaches. He got rid of Jimmy Johnson. They won him, you know, two or three Super Bowls. Why? Why? Ego. This guy's horrible. Yeah, I don't say horrible. Felix. Felix this, is, this is an ignorant call. Don't say the quarterback. Don't say the Don't say the Dak. Don't say that Dak Prescott is. is he's not horrible. horrible. He's not. He's not. Dak is I, a really I, good I will. I will say this though to defend Felix a little bit. On Sunday, he was horrible. Everyone was horrible on. He Sunday. was awful on Everyone Sunday. Was what are we gonna do? Yeah, but who's going to get the bulk of the blame, guys? Well, it should it, it, it should be everybody. Well, but, uh, but it's, uh, it's uh, never again, going to be everybody. Uh, again, the the quarterback is not the one who who gave up a touchdown on six of eight drives. The the quarterback is the one that got picked off deep in his own zone. Right, right. The quarterback and, is right. the one that, got, and, that and, had a pick and, six to his credit. And the game and the game was over at that point. So I mean, I mean Ray, Ray, come on, man. I mean, I, I get it. You you don't want to put all the blame on Dak, but Dak. Was I'm brutal. telling you, he deserves a, he deserves a ton of blame for yesterday. I'm not giving him all the blame, which is what people tend to do around here. He deserves a lot of the blame. I think the coach stinks. I, I think he's completely I put more, out I put, that game. I put way more blame on, on the coaching staff as a whole. I'll put it that way. Oh, Green Bay marched right I, down I, the field. I, I went back and I watched that game, and like what, what I saw on both sides of the ball was disgusting to me. You watched the game again? I, I decided to go watch it. You're a masochist, yeah. Raymond. Yeah. I, I just wanted to confirm what I was seeing in, re, in real time. I respect and, and that. I, and, 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 I and I was right. And I was right. I respect it's, it. It's disgusting. Like that, 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 uh, you know, I was kind of wishy-washy on it yesterday. Like now I like, I, I, I need them all to go. They need to go. You want them all gone? The coaches, they, they, they can all go. It's disgusting. It's disgusting what I saw. Dan Quinn did himself no favors. He'll still Seattle get a job, though. He'll still be the Seattle No, of course coach. he will. You think he'll be the head coach in Seattle? Yeah. Uh, he not. should, he shouldn't be. After that, he shouldn't be. Like, I, go ahead and hire him. That'd be great. But like. He he shouldn't be head coaching a team like that. He you, you understand like def- defensively, um, he's he's 
captained some of the worst defensive performances in playoff history of of late. Like two of the two of the absolute worst. Yesterday being one of them. Not yesterday, Sunday. Yeah, we know what what you're saying. Um, Dan Orlovsky, you've heard of Dan Orlovsky, right? Ray, you're a big fan. Love him. Uh, He was on Get Up yesterday morning, and he said Dallas needs to strip this thing down to the studs right now. I restart everything. I was born in 1983. That's the most dominant and embarrassing loss I've seen the Cowboys have for a good football team. Just to put this game into context, so anybody that matters, like the most important pieces, I'm I'm, I'm changing, changing it all. I'm changing it all to put it into context, this game, okay? Because a lot of people are running from the truth in this one. This is the highest expectations the Cowboys have had in probably three decades, rightfully so. Okay, this is a football team that had won 15 straight games at home. They were averaging almost 40 points per game at home. They had a quarterback who, rightfully so, was in the MVP conversation this year. They had a wide receiver who was in the Offensive Player of the Year conversation. They had three offensive linemen make all pro. They got a tight end in Ferguson who's one of the best young tight ends in the NFL. They got a guy in Micah Parsons who many people say is in the Defensive Player of the Year conversation. They got 15 pro bowlers who's the second most in the NFL. And they got dump trucked. Uh, listen, I think a lot of the stuff he says is accurate. To s- strip it all the way down? What does that mean? Does he want to move on from the quarterback here? Well, that would, I mean, it, I, I guess when you say strip it all down, I mean, what else could that mean? I, I guess. Well, I think that's, well, where, where are you going to go? Well, here's well, the thing. Right. Like, you, talk you, about, earlier. you talk about stripping it down. Like, they, they've stripped it down multiple times. That, that The team is reloaded, like, how many times in the, in the past 10 years? And the, the cast of characters changes, but the results stay the same. So what is that telling you? It tells me that the coach is not great. It's No, I'm not talking about just the coaches, though. I'm talking well, about like, like, the ownership, right? It's not even the ownership. Because, oh, you're crazy. Because, no, no, no you, listen, you, listen. You know what? They blew this Which thing it, in, it, in the mid-90s. Here, here you go. Here you go. You, you're not listening to what I'm saying. It's it's not the actual ownership. It's the culture there that, that permeates from the ownership and, and that you could, you could be a big star without actually having to win anything. So you you can accomplish most of the things that, that you would need to win in order to accomplish, you don't have to win because because you're you're a Dallas Cowboy. Do you, you understand what I'm saying now? I understand what you're saying, and I and I agree with you up to some point. But you know what? Jerry's ego is just it's it gets, part it gets of the, the culture. But but again, like that's the the ego is is not necessarily a thing. It's 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 that nonsense superstar Hollywood culture that goes on. I, I get that's you. not necessary. That's not necessarily ego. Like but the thing, what, the thing about did, the thing about Jerry did. Jones, the thing about Jerry Jones and ego, like that's that's. That's thirty years ago, and it's it's so overblown. If that were still a thing, then then he wouldn't delegate the things that he does to to people in the personnel department. They wouldn't have all the talent that they supposedly have up and down the roster if Jerry Jones was still doing what people accuse him of doing. Yeah, in, well, in I, mean, that, I think he still medals though. No, but I, it's not even the meddling stuff though, man. It, it's like it, medals like in what listen- sense? What 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 does he tell people to do that 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 they don't want to do? No, no, but it's not even that though. It's like it, it's. I'm with both of you. I think part of it is is his ego, I think, contributes to the head coaches that he hires. Like, whenever we were talking about Belichick to begin with, it, it, I don't know if it was Dave or someone said, is is Jerry willing to share the credit for this? Jerry wants to be the face of the franchise. I think Jerry, he, I think Jerry knows time is running out and credit at this point okay. doesn't matter. Well, no, but the other thing people say is, well, you know, is this a job Bill Belichick would want? Bill Belichick likes it quiet in his building, right? Right, sure. And I got Jerry Jones outside my locker room doing press conferences, doing radio shows. Right. I mean, how many owners do weekly radio hits around the NFL? Well, again, Bill Belichick just got done with one of the most meddlesome owners that nobody talks about in Robert Kraft. Like, and, and, yeah, he's, he, and he's, he's always not. been, and he's always been that guy because that's why Bill Parcells left New England all those years ago in the first place. So I don't want to act like that's a new development with Robert Kraft. He's always been a meddling owner. Yeah, meddling in a different way though. Like Jerry, Jerry needs to be front and center all the time. Be, uh, Kraft is very involved, but he can take a a backseat at times. What's the difference? What's the difference? Appearance is the difference. Well, I think to what you said, though, I mean, if you feel like at the end of the day that I can, like the one I really answer to on this team is the owner as opposed to the head coach, that's a problem. Like that dynamic doesn't work. If the owner has relationships with you know players in the team that say, hey, yeah, I can always go around this guy and go to the guy who signs my checks, yeah, that's not dad. a good dynamic. 
Yeah, clearly something's broken. You agree with that, Ray? Something is broken within this organization. I, 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 I agree with that. Okay. I totally agree with so, that. They need, someone, they need someone, if what you're saying is true, and I believe you because you're the Cowboys fan, and I think we've talked about this before, just the culture inside that building where you don't have to win to reap all the, you know, all the benefits and all the rewards. They need someone to come in there that has won and won a lot that's going to get the players' attentions because they're going to have to make changes. Like things in that log, the way they do, the way they, their everyday, um, how things no, work in that see, locker room. See, I, I, I disagree that it has to be somebody that, that's won and won a lot because Mike McCarthy has won. The guy's won a Super no. Bowl. You say what you want. He's, he he's won a Super Bowl. And he's at least as accomplished as the golden boy everybody wanted in Sean Payton. He's at least as accomplished. I'm not talking about Sean Payton. I'm talking about right. Bill Belichick. Right, but you're talking about a, a guy who's proven the winner. I, what what I need is a guy who, like Jimmy Johnson, he, he needs to win. He desires to win. He hates. He hates. You don't think the, Belichick the thought, is that guy? He hates the thought of losing you so don't much. Think Belichick it makes him hates sick. the thought of losing. I'm not sure that Bill Belichick, at this stage of his wow. career, hates losing as much as he as he did at a prior time. Uh, this, is a, this is a wild take from you. All right. Well, I completely disagree. I, the fact that you don't think that Bill Belichick is Light years better than Mike McCarthy is. It's, it's stunning. Listen, to it's, me. it's it's really showing up ever since Tom Brady left New England. It's really oh, showing you're, up. You're, you're, this is amazing. I can't. I mean, you 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 sound silly right now. Guy is one of the great coaches in the history of the game. He he's Mike McCarthy was so out coaching that game it was disgusting. You're not wrong. When was the last time? Like, you know when was the last time you watched the game and said, "Boy, Belichick, he is being out coached in this game, out talented all the time." Making dumb decisions, maybe with some of the quarterback, you know, choices he makes. Fine. Okay, but out coached in a is game. That not also, is that not also on Belichick? Is that not also on him? Is he? I is don't he think not Bill Belichick, the GM, is very good. But the coach, Raymond, you don't think that the second Bill Belichick walks in that door, your defense is better, especially during the course of a game. I, I, I would hope that the defense would be better, just for the fact that he that he actually pays attention to the linebacker position. Yeah, I would hope so. Well, yeah, or just makes adjustments. Like, I mean, it's like, hey. You know, something's happened in the first quarter. Let's make an adjustment. You winning Second that game with Belichick half. as head coach on Sunday? They're not getting blown out like that, I can tell you that. All right, well, that's the first step. We'll break. We'll come back. We'll get to more of it. Amani 735-CMT, 1-800-919-3776. We want to get to your calls. Superbox Bonanza, very busy Tuesday, 98.7 ESPN. All right, this new year, it's time to finally lose that weight the safe and natural way with NJ Diet. The results are nearly twice as fast as weight loss injections and without any of those nasty side effects. With NJ Diet, you're going to lose 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days, contractually guaranteed. NJ Diet uses your hair and saliva along with bioenergetic scans to personalize natural solutions and supplements that get your body into the fat-burning zone. Then NJ Diet uses your DNA info to make sure you keep the weight off. Don't take shots for the rest of your life. Lose a contractually guaranteed 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days naturally, quickly, and safely with NJ Diet. No hormones, no prepackaged foods, no shots. You can get the doctor's personal email and phone number. Call 855-5NJ-DIET. That's 855-5NJ-DIET. Or schedule your consult today at njdiet.com. That's njdiet.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact. 
helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Let the music consume you, but you don't I want know. any part of it, huh? I know, and I appreciate it. Maybe tomorrow. I just did it was a long weekend, tough loss. Still still licking. How long do you think that loss lasts with you for? Oh. Probably like, until, like, like you actually feel the loss. I would say probably till this weekend if, right. you know, whenever we play our next game. Now, I don't know if you're like me. I think you're in some senses. If that was me, it wouldn't pain me forever, but I would remember it forever. Uh, yeah, I, I, I remember all the losses. Wins, not so much. All the losses. Right. Losing a game in overtime of the championship game with .2 seconds left is just, oof. Dude, I can see the play. That's the problem. And that used to happen to me when I played, too. It's like I can I can remember every little thing that went wrong. Like why they scored the goal. I can remember, I mean, the turnovers, all of it. Just eat you up. Ugh. Losing is not good. No, you gotta, I didn't even know what to say to him, too. He like So they give us, we get the silver medals, and then we get into the locker room. And Milo, everyone, just everyone's, the kids are upset. I mean, I get it. I mean, they, they. They worked their butts off. They played great the whole tournament, and then they lose the way that we lost. And Milo took his silver medal and like just, just like tossed it in his bag. Yeah, I've been I was there. Like, I was like, oh, no. It's like, I can't do that. Come on, man. You had a, you had a good tournament. Right. You you came, how, many, how many teams are in this thing? Uh, five or six. All right. So you came in second out of six teams? It's not nothing to, nothing to be embarrassed about? No, I know. But it, you know how it is. I, I mean, listen, it's, I, I'm, I'm not – I'm just saying, like, like as the parent, you try to, you know, hammer that home – that point home more than just he came in second place. Yeah, but there's also the little PC that like, the guy appreciate the fact that he just, like, he hates losing that much. I, I agree. I agree. Uh, let's go to Sean and Islip. Sean, good morning. You're on 98.7 ESPN. Dave, Rick, good morning, guys. What's going on? What's up, buddy? How are you, Sean? Uh, you know, I'm still trying to – I'm still reeling from that Cowboys loss on Sunday, man. I'm, did, the Eagles, did the Eagles gagging collapse last night make Sunday's loss of the Cowboys any more palatable? You know, it's a small consolation prize, man. But you know, it's just it. It's just it makes me want to vomit the way they just the the way they just showed up and just didn't even just perform. You know, and just going back to the coaching staff, man. McCarthy is just he's got to go. You know, three years to twelve and five and first round exit. You know, it's just the same thing every year. So I feel like Bill Belichick is that guy to take them over the next step. You know, from the minute he walks in, you know, I disagree with Ray. You know, I think. I, you know, or I would take a younger coach, but I think, you know, Bill Belichick's resume speaks for itself. So of course it speaks that's, for itself. That's, that's my opinion. See, and, that's, the thing I would, that's the thing that would concern me. Thanks for the call, Sean. Uh, with, and, and I think, listen, I mean, Ben Johnson's going to get a job. He's done a, an unbelievable job in, in Detroit. He sure has. But I, do you know for, for a fact that he's going to be a great head coach or he's going to be a leader of men? No, you have no idea. Right. You have no, I, I'll, I'll tell you, like, the, the thing that's just so glaring to me, which just makes it obvious. I hate the Cowboys, right? A lot of people hate the Cowboys. You tell me Mike McCarthy comes back, awesome. You tell me Bill Belichick goes there, I don't want any part of that. Why, why would I be so concerned, though? Because he's great, and, and I worry that with that talented team and that commitment to winning and that head coach who does that with defense, that could lead them to be that team. So I don't want any part of Belichick going there. Yeah, i got to imagine, too. I mean, there's a level of accountability that he's going to bring. In, and also, like, I don't care what people, like... Like, even Rex yesterday, just like he couldn't help, like, couldn't help himself. Like, because he doesn't, like, for whatever reason, I, I know the reason, but he doesn't like Bill Belichick. Well, because Belichick he, beat him up. Right, and he brings up the record and everything else. But, like, listening to someone like Aaron Rodgers talk about him, or, I mean, the players that are in that locker room, I mean, how, how would you not pay attention to what Bill Belichick is telling you? 
Guys won six Super Bowls. Yeah, I think six. you'd have to. Like, I don't know how you wouldn't. And yeah, Mike McCarthy won. He won a Super Bowl. I mean, he's not Bill Belichick. Let's not get it twisted. Uh, and again, I thought he, I, I thought what he did the other day was embarrassing. Well, it's never, it's never a good look when a, a team as talented as the Cowboys at home just doesn't look like they showed up. I mean, you were, and you saw it early, like like first drive. They CD, went right down the they, field. They had to go over to CD. Not, not, I didn't even mean that. Yes, defense that was embarrassing. Oh, it was awful. Dan Quinn, the whole thing. I mean, you know, no pressure on the quarterback was pathetic. Receivers running wide open in the secondary. You don't really see that in the NFL at all. But the first drive, Dak looked off. They had to go over and talk to C.D. Lamb. Like, what was going on there with, the, with the, that team? And that's his offense. Yeah, it's a great question. It really is. It could be the pressure, but, I mean, they've been so comfortable at home. It's the youngest team they're playing. The Green Bay's the youngest team in the NFL, correct? Uh, Green Bay is the youngest team in the NFL. Right. Look at look at the receivers on that team. Look at what the two dude. Look at what the two quarterbacks did. I heard so many people, you know, look, listen, rookie quarterback playing their first playoff game, or yeah, like Jordan Love's not a rookie, but you know what I mean, like first playoff first game, first play, right, first on trade, and him and C, him and CJ Stroud. Well, holy, they had almost identical numbers. Oh, CJ Stroud is a stud. They're both studs. Nico Collins is turning into I mean, he wasn't even that good in Michigan. Nico Collins. Ugh. They don't, even right. have tank, they don't even have Tank Dell. They put Noah Brown on injured reserve, too. He's done for the season. All right, so add that to the list of uh, AFC teams that I'm going to have to worry about now. Oh, that if I told you right now what team worries you the, over the most in the next 10 years, they'd have to be right up there. Uh, yeah. Kansas City, Buffalo, Houston. Ugh. Chargers are going to be a problem soon, very soon. Well, I think Indy's going to be good. I think Shane Steichen's a good head coach. Yeah. The question is at this point, who doesn't worry you in the AFC? Uh, who doesn't worry me in yeah, the AFC? Who, uh, like, like, go through the division. Who doesn't worry you at all in the AFC? What doesn't worry me at all in the AFC? Um, Patriots now? Well, who knows? I mean, it depends on what it is. Is Gerard Mayo a good coach? Who do they get a quarterback? Well, I don't know. I, don't I think know. for the at time the moment, being, I think if we're, at the moment, I would say I would say New England at the moment. Okay. Raiders? I would. Raiders don't have a quarterback to speak of. I would say the Raiders. Broncos? Uh, I still worry about the Broncos a little bit. I, unlike Raymond, think Sean Payton is actually a good coach. So, but they're—I mean—they have to figure out what they're doing too, with the with the quarterback position. Right? Are they moving on from Russell Wilson. What are they going to do with that? And then Tennessee. I would say Tennessee. Okay. So no four, Vrabel. maybe five teams of sixteen. Yeah. Not to mention the fact that Joe Burrow is going to be back. Deshaun Watson with Cleveland. Right. Houston's only going to get better. The Chargers are going to be a problem. I promise you that. Yeah. Not great. Baltimore young, well coached. Let's just all uh, keep our fingers crossed there. And Rodgers is awesome when he comes back. I mean, that's really all you have, isn't it? Uh, well, no. I don't, it's also like, what what do we add? You know, who do we draft? But but it all it all lives and dies with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You heard Garrett Wilson. Aaron Rodgers is the offense. Dude, this is why he went all in, man. This is it. I get it. Well, it better work. Not not a great look at what's happening in Green Bay, though, for him. Um, No, I actually more focused on how, I mean, why more teams don't approach the position like Green Bay does. I know everyone doesn't have. Just, I mean, you can't, to go from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers now to Jordan Love. But, like, the idea that, like, we're going to, there's a guy we like. We're going to have patience. We're not going to force him to play immediately. Right. We'll take and then time. take your time. Favre and, wasn't, even a, wasn't even a Green Bay guy. No, he was not. Right, they got him from Atlanta. But that's the thing, though. Like, I know, I understand, like, the whole the whole idea that if you do find a C.J. Stroud, right, someone like that that can step in immediately and be really good, that the best time to win is when you're not paying him $50 million. I get it. I understand that. That's it. It makes perfect sense to me. But there aren't – every quarterback drafted in the first round is not C.J. Stroud. Like, some guys are ready. Some guys aren't. Like, wouldn't you rather make sure that the guy is ready – and then okay, we have to pay him, but fine, he's ready. He's a he's a franchise quarterback. Yes. We'll pay yes. him. Like you rush him, he's not ready, and then you ruin him, and now we got to find another. And you got to start from scratch all over again. Well, look at Green Bay, right? It works. With, it works with Favre. Then Rodgers has to wait forever, gets his chance, is unbelievable. Then Love has to wait forever, gets his chance, and look what he's done with that chance. Right. So I would rather have a guy. It works. Of course, you he's would. our quarterback, and now I got to pay him. As good luck in to... New York. Good luck to get a quarter. Now, also, none of those guys were that high pick, right? 
None of those guys were the second pick in the draft. Good luck doing that with the second pick in the draft in New York, not playing a guy for a year or two or three. Well, because but you have to actually they can do it because they actually have a quarterback that that starting quarterback That's can right. actually play at a high That's level. That's right. That's right. So there's no rush. Uh, not at all. Uh, ESPN New York Superbox Bonanza Five this year. Each qualifier will take home a twenty-five dollar Fanatics gift card and have a chance at one of ten super boxes with prizes, including a big screen TV. Nintendo Switch, MetaQuest, and so much more. Be caller number. Who? Let's be caller number. Let's let Raymond pick. Raymond, you pick the number. What number, Raymond? We work 48? Yeah, sure. No, we're not going to do 48. How about <laughs> caller number three? Number th- number oh, he's, so, he's so beaten down. Yeah. Grasso was mean to him yesterday, too. He was kept giving caller number four for Dak. Ugh. But caller number three today. Right now, 888-987-ESPN to select the box for the big game with a chance to win... 500 bucks in the first and third quarters, $1,000 at halftime, final score pad of two grand, all brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. Will Amani Toomer show up for his weekly spot? That's the burning question. Find out the answer next. And CMT, uh, 98.7 ESPN. Well, hockey season is here, and it's time to take the ice with BetMGM, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM has you covered with countless betting options for hockey, including same-game parlays, props, teasers, live bets, and so much more with a new and improved app that makes betting faster and easier than ever and special offers for Rangers fans all season long. It's no wonder that BetMGM is the king of all sports books. If you love hard-hitting hockey, you're going to love wagering at BetMGM. Download the app and take the king of sportsbooks with you wherever you go. Light the lamp with BetMGM, an official sports betting partner of Madison Square Garden and the New York Rangers. BetMGM.com for T's and C's. Must be 21 plus to wager. New York and New Jersey only. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, help is available. In New Jersey, call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. When the Cowboys lose in the playoffs <laughs> and the Eagles lose the next day in the playoffs, we should have known that he would be here. Our dear buddy joins us every Tuesday at this spot. He is Amani Tumor. Amani, welcome. Does it give you as much enjoyment as it does me? to watch not only the Cowboys get run out of their own building, but then to watch the Eagles just 24 hours later get run out of Tampa? Oh, it, it, I'm telling you, 2024 is turning out to, it's starting out the best year I could ever imagine with Michigan winning, then the Cowboys getting embarrassed, and then even more so the next day, last night, the Eagles Fly, Eagles, fly. Bye, Eagles. Bye. 
and they're sitting at home on vacation just like us, just like the Giant fans. Oh, I love it. Oh, it's a, it couldn't be better. Omani, what would you do if you were Dallas? Light a match. <laughs> <laughs> they need. I, you know, it's funny. It's like they're close, but I think I, if I'm if I'm um, Jerry Jones, I'm just gonna go right over to um, Bill Belichick and be like, "You got it. Take it over and just start all over." Because I think he's the only one that can get the talent out of that team. That team has been talented for years and consistently falls up, falls short. You know, one thing with the Bill Belichick coach team, they are going, I don't even know if I should be saying this because that means that the, the, the giants uh, are, are going to have to up their game as well. But I think, I think McCarthy, I think he, you know, did a great job during the regular season, but you know, the banners are hung and the Super Bowl trophy is given out, not for a regular season. It's given out for the for the playoffs. And, I mean, the last time they won a, a Super Bowl, a playoff game, a Super Bowl, the Internet wasn't even out. And there was no such thing as an iPhone. Like, imagine that. Like, that is crazy. They, the Internet wasn't even out in, 2000 and, uh, in 1995 when they won their Super Bowl. Amani, explain to explain to people because again, I only go on my you know my experience playing playing hockey, so I haven't been in you know an NFL locker room. But like, I've also dealt with the same kind of stuff where you have really talented teams that just seem to kind of always come up short until they get the right person in place. Like I could name examples of coaches stepping in and, and having the desired you know effect where they win a Stanley Cup. But like, what would it mean? Like, what is like what would Bill Belichick bring to the table that changes things for a team with this kind of talent in the postseason? I think that the problem with teams like Dallas is um, they just get too much like they get too much love. Um, you know, when they walk around Dallas, they're superstars. The thing about New York and most other these cities is like you have to uh, prove yourself and get the respect and earn the respect. Like the Cowboys, you put on that star and people just love you, and uh, that's not always the greatest thing unless you're motivated uh, correctly. And I think. Bill Belichick will tear them down just enough, not to ruin their co- their confidence, but tear them down just to realize, look, you know, this just because people love you doesn't mean you're going to be remembered. And the only pe- teams that are remembered, the best teams I was on were forgotten because we didn't win the championship. And the, I, and one of the things that you have to do is always focus on the main thing, and that's winning and winning a championship. Winning the regular season is fine; it sets you up. You set yourself up. But you really need to to do it in the in the championship. There's a lot of stories out there about a whole bunch of great, talented teams that nobody will ever know because they didn't win a championship. Okay. Championships are the ultimate security to keep you to keep the memory alive. And um, this team is just going to be another one of those Dallas Cowboys forgotten teams. Another one of those Philadelphia Eagles forgotten teams. Oh, what a, what a conversation! Amani Tumor with us here, 98.7 ESPN. Uh, Amani, you know, I watched the game on Sunday with the Cowboys, and, and I said this yesterday. Tell me if you agree, and if does, does this happen? They look scared. Like, they, they look yeah. like, and I don't know if the moment was too big or when Green Bay went down the field and put the touchdown up on the board, but, I mean, Dak looked, honestly, and I'm not trying to, you know, incite anything or be nasty to, to any Cowboys fans. I actually thought the, thought the Cowboys looked like a scared football team. Did you see that? They were They played like they were afraid to lose. And when you play like you're afraid to lose and you're not willing to put the trigger, it's a fine line when you're playing in the NFL. You have to be uh, composed, out of control, and, and, and on the edge. You have to be playing with your hair on fire consistently, and that's how you win. And you watch the teams that won yesterday. They were the teams that were the more aggressive. They were the teams that seemed like they were running and playing downhill. When you're afraid and you're kind of waiting for something to happen in the playoffs, that's why teams get eliminated because they're just not going after it all. There's something holding them back. When I'm watching that Philadelphia Eagles team, they tried to hold their composure so much that they became soft. The Cowboys team went down 14, and they were acting like nothing was going on, still running the ball, nothing, no sense of urgency until it was too late. And, you know, and that was the last touchdown they scored in the, first, in the end of the first half. But you're down 27-7. to seven. I mean, that's... I, I, you're not going to come back on a legitimate playoff team 
because most teams in the playoffs can find a way to close teams out up 21. You give 20, you give 27 points to anybody, and they're, you're, it's going to be very tough to win. And let's, let's just like the, just like last night, you give you, you go up 14 points, uh, you you give up 13 points, and you go down 13 nothing. Most teams will be able to hold off and beat you because you know they're first they're at home, second they're just. They just played with the more intensity, and you could just see it. It was it was very evident. I'm big on body language, and you look at those two teams that that lost, and the, and the two NFC teams that lost, and they looked like they were playing uh, tentatively. And that look, that Brook, that Brook, that Brook Trout look when they're just looking around, their eyes are real big, and they're trying to figure out what's going on. That's what it seemed like when I'm watching the Cowboys. That's exactly what it seemed like when I was watching the Eagles last night. I would say Imani too, just in general, like it, like teams, players like that, like that usually ends up being. I've, I've, I can't even tell you how many players are like that, like where they have all this talent, and, and then they just get in big moments, and for some reason they're so afraid to make mistakes that yeah. you ultimately make mistakes. Like if you're if you're playing slow because you're afraid to make mistakes, I mean it's it's the worst place to be. Just in general, I mean, because I'm just so happy you joined us today. Um, oh what, was your take away? <laughs> what was your takeaway? What was your takeaway? What was your takeaway from just like what you saw in general, like just generally how? Because I lo- there's a lot of people that said that this this weekend, it just wasn't it wasn't a lot of great games. It was one of the worst games, and it was it was one of the worst weekends. And there's a just because the teams that we wanted to see, like do we want to see the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers play? I mean, do we really want to see them play? I mean, the Cal- the, do we really want to see the Green Bay Packers play? We wanted to see the Eagles showdown. We wanted to see the Cowboys go against the Niners again. But you know what? It, it, this is why you play the games. Um, and there were so many blowouts. Like this, one of the best, I think two years ago, where every game came down to a last-second field goal. I mean, you had to watch the games intently for, you know, for full 60 minutes. I, I watched, uh, I didn't even watch the second half of the, of the Eagles game last night. First, because it was late, and I knew I had to get up with you guys. Secondly, it was. It wasn't exciting. It was just a blowout. It's like watching college. That's what it's like watching college. They just blow each other out, and then the next thing you know, it's like you know, you're just watching the highlights to see to see how the game finished. I like those games where it's last second. You want to watch every single minute, every single play. They mean so much, and that's when I, I those are the, those are the playoff games that I really like watching. Yeah, it was not a great weekend. I mean, the results were fun, especially if you're a, a local team fan of the teams here, but it was not a great football weekend. Um, let me ask you about the Giants. This Wink Martindale situation was unsettling, weird. Um, what what did you make of it, and I guess where do they go from here now? Well, I think, you know, as the tension between them rose and the team started just dividing, one of them had to go. And I feel like the, the the coach that can develop the quarterback, one of the toughest positions, is the guy that stays. You can find a lot of good defense coordinators around. You can't find a lot of guys that can make Tommy DeVito into a to, into a bona fide starter in this league. And I think that's ultimately made the decision easy. Um, when I when I look at Wink Martindale, I love some of the stuff that he's done. I love all that, but at the end of the day, you know. You got to find somebody. At the end of the day, if you're Brian Dabo, you got to be the man. Like you can't be uh, being cursed at. You can't be like name a coordinator that would curse out Bill Belichick. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's just if you want to be the guy, you have to be the guy. Sometimes when you are a head coach, you have to let go of people purely because you want to send a message to everybody that I'm the leader of this team. Don't get it twisted. Listen to me. What I say is, what I say is, is you know, I'm, well, the buck stops with me because ultimately I'm the most responsible. And if it was, in, it was necessary. It was, it was a hard decision that was necessary. I love Wink Martindale. I love what he did for the Giants team and organization. But Brian Dable is the head coach, and he has to stamp his authority on uh, on this team. So, Amani, you're not concerned at all? Like, and again, I'm not just talking about Wink, just like, but some of the stuff. So, Pat Leonard had an article. I'm not sure if you read it or not, but like, some, some of the things that stuck out that, that stood out to me that kind of would give me some cause for pause is just like, I mean, there was a lot of in this article, his input was never proactive. Um, his sideline behavior was destructive. A lot of, um, a lot of outrage that didn't really come with any suggestions. And then there was really no accountability from him. Like, that doesn't concern you at all? 
I mean, he's the head coach. Like, I mean, the way he acts is the way he acts. I mean, nobody's going to tell Bill Belichick to, to, to not, um, you know, to not wear the hoodie and nobody's going to tell Bill Belichick how to act. I mean, ultimately the only real repercussions for a head coach is, um, is shown in how the team reacts. And if the team doesn't react, if the team is given up on you, then, then you have to make a decision. But the personality of a head coach, you got to let him have him leeway to do it his way. And it worked out one year. It didn't work out another year. Um, I feel like he, you got, you give him that leeway and ultimately, the record will judge whether he whether he's going to stay or not. Whether he what he does next year is going to determine whether he's going to be, you know, the coach of the Giants in, in in the near future, or there's going to be another coaching change. But the personality of the head coach, I mean, if the players are reacting well to him, then and so be it. And it seemed like towards the end of the year, when the team could have given up and they didn't, that to me says a lot. And wow. whoever else wants to be mad at him, I don't I don't really care. I think it's a fair point. Uh, I do have concerns because it, it doesn't sound right that there's this much animosity between coaches. However, you can't argue that the players played for him uh, down the stretch of the season because yeah. they did. And they won games that, that yeah. even you and I were hoping they kind of wouldn't win. Um, yeah. Are, are, is he, if they don't draft a young quarterback and move forward in that direction, if they bring back Jones and try to you know set up this team for next year, it, it, could it be the end of Dable if they don't do well next season? I think every coach is, you know, a, a five, eight, seven game losing streak away from being out. So one thing that we know about the NFL is coaching security is based upon your win loss record. And, you know, he had a great start. And last year, you know, there was a lot of, you know, poor football, a lot of games that they lost that they should have won. But, you know, I mean, we're, we're going to see. I, I don't think anybody's job is secure. And I don't think Brian Dable's job is secure. I mean, you're secure uh, unless he wins football games, and that's what he because that's what he's paid to do. Amani, last one for me, and this is not a question. This is a statement. You know, we love you, right? We love you. We love having you mm-hmm. on Tuesdays whenever mm-hmm. you decide to show up. If you're traveling or whatever, or you're hungover. And Come on we, now. We love and respect no, you. We 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 do. We we adore you. We just question your. I think work ethic would be the 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 phrase we would use. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's even worse. Well, that's even worse. Dave said it. I didn't. Here's here's my here's my problem with you. Okay, you know how much we love you. you got, some of the some of the great sayings in the history of the show have come from you. I'm on my way to Boston on Friday. That's when you're on with the K show, right? On Fridays, or is it Thursdays? Thursday or Fridays? Whatever it was. So you slip in this little nugget that you never told us one time. What was your uh, what was your nickname with the Giants? Oh, Haiti one. Haiti one. That's a great nickname. Yeah, because I was I was I was a little angry back then. I wasn't getting the ball. I turned I turned into Haiti one. I love it. Well, hang out, hang on. <laughs> a when second. I did get the ball, I had another one. I did get the ball. I had another one. Big what was silky. it? Yeah, <laughs> big silky. I like Bill's yeah. big silky. What um? Why are you sharing nuggets with them over us? Would be my question. Well, I mean, I, 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 you know, it's work ethic. You know, what I mean, they really find a way to get these nuggets out of me. You guys, I mean, you know, if if we get that pickleball game going, which has died down randomly, it's just died down. Like you, you guys don't even want to talk about it because you know it's becoming a reality. But anyway, I just feel like they are just. I mean, I don't know how to say it and make it nice, but I just think that show, they just find a way to just, I don't know, make me feel comfortable, make me feel like sharing. You know, you guys talking about my work ethic. Oh, my goodness. Because we hold you accountable. I'm a sometimes guy. Oh, man. We hold you accountable. What, what do you want from me? We, we want accountability is what we want. We, we look at you as, we look at you as the, the great. And we will accept nothing less than greatness from you. Sometimes on our show, okay. you don't want that from yourself and demand that from yourself. No, sometimes the wide receiver needs the ball right in it. You know, you need the ball right in your stomach. You know what I mean? So you can catch it and turn up and up the field and make something happen. Sometimes when I'm like sitting there diving and trying to pull conversations out, it's just not that easy. You know what I mean? <laughs> You have a nasty streak, you know that? You know what it is, Dave? He comes on our show, he plays like he's on the Cowboys. He goes on K show, and all of a sudden he's a giant again. Yeah, it's all it's all nice, nice. You know what? It doesn't matter what you say, because we care for you, and we hope you have a great day, and we'll talk to you, oh, hopefully, next Tuesday you show up yet again, and oh, we'll, we'll do God. this all over. <laughs> I show up all the time. No, you've, you you've missed like break. four appearances on the show. <laughs>
I've missed one. No. Oh my god. Two maybe. Or, or, Two maybe. Or, 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 or three. I think it's three separate appearances. <laughs> no, I, I came on two weeks ago, last week. It was just an hour late. late. Yeah, I mean, it was, I was in Houston. Now that's different, different time zone. You know what? I'm going to stop because it's, this is not going to end well. I care for you a great deal. Our producer is probably, his eyes are rolling into the back of his head right now because he, he said, said. You questioned he, my work ethic. He said he reached out to you in, in, in days in advance and said, just making sure we're good with the with the time change, everything's okay. And you were like, of course. Uh-huh. Awkward I mean, the silence. Had just won the championship. And, and I was hanging out with my friends till three in the morning. And we were just reminiscing about old times, you know, and sometimes it happens. But you know what? I did get on yes last week, and I didn't let it. I didn't let the uh, the bad situation into worse. It's better late than never. And uh, I, I was on last week, just like, right. I was, like I was supposed to be. Tell it to Coach Coughlin. <laughs> Only an hour late. He would have yeah, loved it. Amani, we'll, we'll, we'll do it. If you if you show up next week, we'll do it again next week. <laughs> I'll be here. All right. I'll be here, guys. We'll talk to you. Work Have on the interview week. skills, guys. Yeah, we'll work on them. <laughs> thanks, Amani. All right. Thanks, guys. Yep. And that, of course, uh, Amani Toomer. How how dare he say that kind of stuff? Haiti one. I love it. That's a great nickname. Yeah, it's a great nickname. And he just threw it in. Just casually threw it in. I was like, what? That would have been good for our show, Haiti one. Yeah. Any, any you know intriguing new information would be good for our show. I got to listen. I got to tell you, though. And I don't know. I think you're a little bit more concerned than Amani is. Like reading some of the stuff, I would be, I'd be a little concerned. Yeah, I don't know how you couldn't be. Like the whole accountability thing bothers me. And the I don't idea know how that you couldn't be concerned. The idea and, that and you upset. just like you're snapping, which I have no problem with. Like some coaches, like I told you, like he's come, he comes from Belichick and Saban. Like I've I've been around a lot of coaches that, like they'll coach their coaches hard. Like if players make mistakes, they'll go after the coaches just to show like show the guys like. But I'm, it sounds I'm, like he's a little maniacal. Right, but there's no rhyme or reason sometimes to what he does, and there's no suggestions. Like I get it if you want to, you know, snap and lose your mind, but then there's a suggestion that follows. Like, like I'm I'm mad because we didn't do this. Let's do this. It sounds more like he just flies off the hinge, off the hinges, and then just starts. Right, right. I think there's real reason for concern. The thing that kind of brings me back is I think that he's a smart, a really smart offensive guy, and I th- and you can't deny that. The players play for him all the way through the season. The players play yeah, for him. But okay, so I would question this. And again, this is just this is just stuff that's being reported now. And you mentioned that to Amani. One of the things in in this article says the reason why the players play for him, I don't think is necessarily the reason why you would want your players playing for somebody. It's because training camp was easy and the last couple weeks of the season were all walkthroughs. Like is that is that why you want the players to to play for I, you? I, uh, n- no, you make their you, you lives said, easy. No, but but I want them to play for me, and they play all, all season long for him. No, I get it, and, and I don't necessarily disagree with you, but I don't know if that's the motivation I would want to have. I agree. Listen, I, I I've told you this months ago that it's it's like a, a you know a, a nice easy training camp to get through is what right. I've heard. So I don't, and that could maybe explain why they had such a a bad start to the season. Right? Like, I mean, it's okay. We want a road playoff game. We have this really easy training camp and then all of a sudden okay it's time to right and it might have cost you your season in the way you started because you certainly played better from weeks seven through 18 than you did in the first six six seven weeks right so, so. I, I get what Amani's saying and that you know listen this is his first time doing it maybe he adjusts some things but and you can find a new defensive coordinator although I don't think that's necessarily a positive thing I don't I don't know how you would look at it as a positive but like some of the stuff, though, like I mean, taking away, you know, taking away play calling duties, and then giving them to someone else, and then taking them back yourself, and things don't go right, so you give you them back to the have cap. the GM on the phone all on game the headset long for four straight weeks on the headset. Yeah, I mean, it's weird stuff. It's it's almost uh, as far as I'm concerned, it's stuff I've never really heard of before. Maybe it happens, but I never heard of that kind of stuff. Well, dude, I'm telling you, like that's the last thing you want to happen too, right? Is that you want one of the coaches to go over your head to the GM? That's not great. I think no. that's not how it's a a good building is supposed. But to I will ask you this: If the Giants take a quarterback six or move up and take a quarterback, do you want Brian Dable to to work and groom that kid? Yeah, I would. Okay, I would. I mean, that's part of the reason why you hired him. I just think like, at a certain point, like the, uh, again, the word that bothered me the most was the lack of accountability. Like you can't 
I have no problem with you trying to hold, because you should. You should hold everybody accountable. Everybody, and I mean everybody. You're the head coach, you're the CEO. Everyone in that building should be held, held accountable from the training staff to the equipment manager. Like Everyone should know that there's a certain way we do things, and if you don't, the coach is going to hold you accountable. But at the same time, if you're going to hold everyone else accountable and be that hard on your coaches, you got to be. You got to make sure that they feel like that you're also taking accountability for decisions that you make. Right. Otherwise, you're going to lose the locker room. Well, yeah. Well, you've already lost a couple coaches to the point where Wink Martindale felt comfortable going over your head to the GM to have him listen on the headset. It's weird. It's really, really weird. Uh, some news from Adam Schefter. You kind of had a feeling we were trending in this direction. Six-time All-Pro and future Hall of Famer Jason Kelsey told his Eagles teammates Monday night that he is, in fact, retiring per league sources. 36-year-old uh, was obviously very visibly emotional at the end of the game, and that will be the end. Uh, great player. Really, just a great player. Oh, he's a Hall of Famer. guy, too. He's a Hall of Famer. Oh, I don't think there's a doubt he's a Hall yeah. of Famer. They're, they're, boy, they're going to miss him. Oh, they're going to miss him, but he's going to have tons of opportunities. He's got his podcast now. He'll be able to do TV if he wants. Uh, Raymond with a, a somewhat clever line. Oh, what do you mean somewhat clever? He's always clever. What was he the said line? The, the tush has received its final push. You love the Philadelphia Eagles. Let me get a hell yeah. Tampa stopped the tush push last night. Twice. Ripped him right by his head. Well, it helps you have Vita Vea in the middle there. That might yeah, help a little bit. A monster. They, they took four points off the board last night, the Eagles did. That's unbelievable. That those, I mean, both the Eagles and the Cowboys. It really is. They I can't even enjoy it. That's, lose, that's, that's, that's what sucks. I can't even enjoy it. You know who can? Me. I'm loving every second of this. That's amazing. It really is how much joy he gets out of this. I, I'm loving it. I'm loving this. Like his team wins, and I don't see him this happy. It says a lot. It really does. That's not true, though. When my team wins, I'm, I'm happier than this. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't recall the last time you were this happy. When the when the Giants beat the Colts last year and then beat the Vikings last year. Come on, no, I, you the were Ravens not. You, last you, year. you were not this happy. Yes, I absolutely. I was. Don't put words in my mouth. Oh, well, we'll put whatever we want in your mouth. I think actually, when you won fantasy football, Careful. you were pretty happy. You were, you were pretty the, happy. The, the, you were champion, pretty happy. Yeah, uh, champion, champion. By the way, <laughs> you're listening to DNR ninety eight seventy ESPN WEPN FM New York. RJ, you've been very quiet for quite some time now. You all right? Yeah, I'm just letting it all play out. Sometimes you got to let the game come to you. How's it playing out today? I think well. I think well. I think Raymond has needed the floor. You've come at him from different angles, and he needs to defend his team or crush them where he sees appropriate. You know what's happened with RJ here? There's not a lot to defend here. No, anymore. I'll tell you what happened. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get into the psyche of RJ Santillo. All right, let's, let's see what you got. He's starting to feel the pressure now. Mm-hmm. I said this yesterday. For his Niners. If the Niners don't go to the Super Bowl, it would be one of the great disappointments I've ever seen. Well, you know what? You're spot on. And Raymond can corroborate this. Ray, before the show, just Ray and I talking, what did I say about where I'm at with the Niners season now? It's it, There's almost like no joy to be had in this. At this, Unless they win the Super Bowl, there's nothing that can happen that will bring RJ joy there's at this no, point. There's no fun. It's not fun anymore. It's, it's, remember, like, it's what, not meant to be fun. Remember where Bill Parcells said, like, like the losing hurts so much more than the winning feels good? Yep. Like, that's that's the point RJ's at, unfortunately. Yeah. So, and, sorry. No, no. I'm, that's, I mean, the, that's the point I'm at, too, but I wouldn't know what the winning feels like. And it's, and the way that it's broke, the playoff picture, it's only added to that. So. I mean, your 10-point favorites on, on Saturday, they're playing on, on a short week. And then you have a, a, the next game. You should. I mean, I, God, I hope it's not Tampa. Uh, assuming it's Detroit, you probably be ten point favorites against them too. No, not ten. Oh, uh, right up there, eight and a half, nine. It'll be a big number. Detroit. Detroit deserves a little more respect than that. Green Bay. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I'm going to be careful with this one. I, I, after what I saw on uh, over the weekend, I'm I'm not saying anything. So, I mean, they historically, Shanahan owns Lafleur, owns him. Like owns part of the team, like bought stock in the Packers owns the team, but th- th- this team seems to be a little bit different. So, you're, you're not yeah, you say that, but I think game. Yeah, but you say that though. I I also think that there's something there's something different about the Niners though too. They 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 carry themselves a little bit different this year. I, I, I would agree with like, that. I don't know if it's the leadership in the locker room, if it's Debo, if it's if it's Kyle Shanahan, whoever it is in that locker room though. But like it's they like they they work themselves up into like this frenzy where it's like. By the time the game comes, it's like it. Who was it they beat? Was it Dallas they beat? 
Who do they beat? Or was it Philly? Where they they're like killed you know, them both? Or, yeah, they beat them both. But after one of the games, one of the guys on it might have been in Dallas. I think it was Michael Parsons. But I said it's personal. It's personal now. And Debo's like it already was personal. Oh, this team is playing with hate in their heart. Yeah, like they hate. I love like it. They, they they're like the like the the prototypical. Like we have coaches that say this to us all the time. Like like don't play with your food. Yes. Like if you know you're the better team, just go like don't even give them a chance. That's what that this San Francisco Niners team, 49ers team feels like. Um, we're getting away from it, by the way. CMT is on the schedule. No, no one's remembered it. I mean, you guys are just chattering about Whose fault nonsense. is that? Well, you chastised Amani. Like, we could have got off that call five minutes early. You just kept going at him. Well, because, you know, you started going at him, and I, and I cleaned up your mess. All I wanted to do was get the nickname. I thought it was a great nickname, and we got two. We got the, the Haiti one, then we got the... Well, ha- has he shown good. up for his, his interview time every single week this year? No. Okay, so I was pointing that out. He was very defensive. Well, maybe it's like the charm. Maybe it's like it's like the charm of having him on on Tuesdays. You never know. You never know. It's potluck Tuesday with Amani Tumor. Does he show? Does he not? Who knows? Thanks for listening to the DPH Rowan Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from six to ten a.m. on ninety-eight point seven ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play ninety-eight point seven ESPN.